Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Brandford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. This is episode 222. I'm your host, Sean Garman. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And we got the full crew here, as well as uh, Mr. Jens Dietrich is here. Hello there. And also Randy Isbell. Hello. Well, uh, you know, we finally, finally... Have all been able to well set Mark, who's still waiting yeah. for a physical copy. Speak, speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, so the three of us out of the four have been able to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, so we will be talking about that. Randy is the farthest. So where are you at now, Randy? Uh, chapter twelve. Chapter twelve still. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't where, get to play it today. Jens, where are you at? Chapter four. That's where I'm at. Chapter four. Uh, Slackers. So. It's like you guys have a life or something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's uh, there's that we're gonna talk about. Uh, Jens has played a bit more Neo Two. Mark's played some more Persona Five Royals. So we'll talk about those. Um, there is some uh, news bites as well to discuss in the show. Um, beginning with a, it seems like somehow we always have to talk about this. Obviously, it's something that's going on, and uh, also uh, Jens thankfully escaped the. Damage in the tornadoes that happened. Yep. Go ahead. I've got some friends, uh, like an hour and a half out of the city, like it's down south, uh, like in Griffin. Uh, I sent you that picture of the house just sitting in the middle of the street. So yeah, that they they got tornadoed pretty hard apparently. So, but yeah, North Atlanta, uh, we did not get it. Um, we just got uh, heavy rain. It's yes. a good game. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I put everything in video game terms. Um, uh, so that was, it was fine. I was just sitting at home playing Final Fantasy while all this was going on. But, uh, but yeah, um, I know some folks who were not as lucky, but. Yeah, certainly. I'm sure a lot of people saw the stuff on the news, man. That looked, the things I saw looked pretty awful. Um, so, and also awful is this COVID-19 that continues to proliferate our lives every day. Uh, and it has taken a, a video game, uh, well, a voice actor who's known for some video game roles, Rick May, who passed at uh, 79. He's most well known for Team Fortress 2's uh, Soldier, and of course to many uh, Star Fox fans is Peppy Hare for Star Fox 64. Um, did he he voice Peppy in the the most recent one? In the no, it, it was just Star Fox 64. Okay, Peppy and Peppy and Andros. <laughs> yeah, Peppy and Andros. Uh, so he's doing a bear roll in heaven right now. In his grave. <laughs> so, Godspeed. God, Godspeed to that man. Yeah, he was a good voice actor. Like, I thought, I mean, those voices sound very different from one another. <laughs> he wasn't as active anymore, probably because of age, but I think they still call him up to do the soldier every once in a while for the Team Fortress 2. <laughs> yeah, he also did Genghis Khan in Age of Empires 2. People played that. But, uh, yeah, just... Oh, it's, it doesn't make any 
any life more important than the other one that gets lost in all of this craziness. But yeah, just uh, once again, you know, be careful, folks, with everything that's going on. Yeah. But um, also happening, Nintendo. Speaking of this, uh, because you know, every, everybody's uh, we're all trying to stay. Much it's weird to say this that you know we we have to have something happen in order for everybody to realize that you need to be clean. So, in the efforts of people trying to be more clean, I know I did this the other day. Um, I did it a couple of days ago. We still happen to have some alcohol wipes before they were torn away from the earth, uh, where you can't find them anymore. And I alcohol wiped my Switch. <laughs> and apparently Nintendo is saying, don't alcohol wipe your Switch because you're going to mess with the finish on it. So, if you're worried about the finish of your... Nintendo Switch and don't want it to wear out, and maybe don't use alcohol. Uh, even so, though, uh, yeah. what's the actual color of the Switch now that you've wiped the uh, finish off? <laughs> what's still, underneath it? It's still the colors. <laughs> okay, I you only haven't... did it one time, so I haven't done it a bunch, enough to where it would really make a difference. <clears throat> but... It was like when I was Drano, using Drano in my house, and the plumber came and was like, do not use any kind of, uh, you know... Uh, pipe cleaners like this because it's just gonna the old plumbing can't take it you're gonna ruin it yeah i bet to shit my house too fortunately i rent so i don't care hmm. so why do they make it then if it ruins the well it, Plus like, for new newer pipes, yeah new pipes it's fine because they can take it but not on old stuff oh okay it's like that engine cleaner stuff yeah i mean for your car, i have a yeah. i have a uh my sewer pipe is made out of clay I should tell you how old it is. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I know I've ruined the finish on something, on some video game thing in the past, but I can't remember what it was. I definitely have not uh, have not used uh, alcohol cleaners on, on any kind of electronics since. Maybe it was a PSP? I'm trying to think of. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you should keep your things clean, right? Uh, but maybe use just yeah, but, I mean, water and. The only they're specific. Use- I mean, if you have, like, you know, Randy, like who has kids, you know, if uh, your kid needs to use the Switch and he went somewhere, then obviously, you know, you need to, I don't know, I guess, oh, clean it, right? It, yeah, when my I, son needs to play the Switch, he washes his hands more than he does when he goes outside for this COVID stuff, so. Really? There's a process. <laughs> no, not, not at all. But, I mean, when he was younger, uh, I made sure once he wanted to play, like, the 3DS and stuff. I waited till I upgraded to the Zelda uh, 3DS XL and just gave him the other one because I knew he would like half the buttons stick now. I'm like, you just here, you have your own. Don't mess with mine. <laughs> I'll just use some yeah. Endus or something. There's plenty of electronics cleaners that are made specifically for doing this. Yeah, yeah, so. I have some for like my, my TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, also uh, Nintendo made uh, waves because there are people that are very have always been upset about this since the Switch came out. Uh, that the Pro Controller is the only one of the big three that your B and A are totally different compared to, you know, the X and the A of uh, Xbox and PlayStation. So in update 10.0 of the Switch, you are now finally allowed to control map your entire console and you can save up to five different versions of the controller mapping. So now you can switch your B and A. And make it all right with the world now, I guess. So, I mean, it did take me a while to get used to when I first was playing my Switch. <laughs> like they're not gonna, they're not gonna uh, update Fire Emblem so that Fire Emblem tells you to to press B instead of A now. 
God, just because no. you've remapped your buttons. So yeah, I mean, um, you just have to remember, I guess. This has to be muscle memory, which oh, yeah. at this point I've spent long enough with it where I've just kind of gotten used to those buttons being in different places. Yeah, but it's still kind of still annoying. Like you know, it sucks. Yeah, I'm not gonna pretend it doesn't suck, but at this point it sucks just as much as much to like rethink it for me anyway. I know a lot of people will be happy about this. So I won't be doing it. Right, Randy. Does it ever bother ever bother you the? Uh... When you're switching between all all three consoles, or no, I'm so old that the Nintendo one's still ingrained in my head from the Super Nintendo days. <laughs> mm. Well, plus Randy has all the consoles there in front of him; he can just memorize all those buttons. I, I, I it just gives me more an excuse when I screw up. I just, <laughs> God, I'm hitting <laughs> like... the wrong button. <laughs> but no, it, it doesn't really bother me. The um. Well, you know, it's there. And it's something that may uh, bother folks. You still cannot, even though they have added... You can now transfer game data from your SD card to your system, which you couldn't do before. Um, and other DLC data, you still cannot transfer save data from the SD card to your system. So uh, there's cloud saves, but as we know full well with Animal Crossing, those cloud saves don't work for every game. So... well. I think they pr- probably figure once you can get the save data off, you can put them in, put it on a PC into a hex editor, yeah, and start messing with it. Oh no, definitely, yeah. that's what they're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. But... Or like to give yourself like infinite, or all the characters Animal Crossing, or infinite, infinite bells, or something like that. I mean, yeah, that's what you do it for. And now that you have played the game, Mark, do you understand the whole why Nintendo would do this? Or you still think it's dumb? It's dumb. Oh. <laughs> Because yeah, Mark it, likes to break every game. Yeah, who, yeah. What is it, who does it hurt? Like, I mean, you can invite people to your island, but it's, I mean, kind of. I, it was funny because I saw, like, Amiibo cards and, like, now, like, selling, out of, not selling crazy, crazy prices uh, for, like, all the Animal Crossing ones. And it's like, well, I have, uh, this little, I have this little Amiibo emulator thing that works pretty well. So Mark, I guess it, I don't hurts, need it hurts you, Mark. You cheated not only the game, but yourself. You didn't I grow, played, you didn't I improve. Played. I played took the game a shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. I played the game more than you did. What, Animal Crossing? Yeah. Oh, who got... Whatever. <laughs> 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 we all have both given up on Animal Crossing now? Yeah. <laughs> nothing was risked and nothing was gained, Mark. Damn, I'm guessing that review's coming in like 2021 then, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> No, I can God. I can knock out the review pretty quick. Actually, I hated this game. The end. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like I initially liked this game, and the more I played, then I hated it. Hey, just because you stuck with it longer than me, I think we both kind of came out of it the same way. Yeah. And uh, finally, on my end, I know I, I have no idea what uh, Mark was talking about with the 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 crisis stuff. The ESRB now has. Game information uh, that you know used to or still does. Um, it, when you go into the back of a box for a game that has like purchasable things in it, it'll say that on your game information. Now, if it has loot boxes, any game that has loot boxes or any kind of game that you can purchase something randomly, it will now include the subtitles of may contain random items to, I guess, yeah. help parents when they buy games do you think this really helps at all no because parents most parents don't read that ESR, esrb stuff 
Just figured I would ask. I, I don't think it does either, but I mean, it's nice. There are a and lot the of crisis. people that... Go ahead. No, I was going to say the crisis stuff was just because that stupid crisis account tweeted in like four years. <laughs> but like, what was the tweet? Data incoming? Yeah. It's like, wow, why'd it be vague? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I it's know. like Platinum with that four that is put up there and then... Yeah, yeah. but Plat- Platinum is in a position to make more games. Uh, Crytek isn't. And also, Platinum McKeesley makes a good game. <laughs> I say Rise 2 or get the fuck out. I don't care really? about the Christ. I don't think... Are we... Wouldn't they have made a Rise 2 by now if it was that... Successful? They would have. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. So what do we think? Is this a, is this a um, remake of Crisis? Or remaster, or new remaster of Crisis? Or is this Crisis 4? Or is this nothing? Is this just a bunch of... Is this some I, I social media community manager who is just like, let's get excitement out here for certain nonsense? I, I, think, it, I think it's nothing or else someone else hacked the Crisis that <laughs> Twitter account and is just screwing with people. Mm. Which I would be all for. Yeah. Sure. But, I mean, we were talking off the air, but, I mean, Crisis 1 is kind of a revolutionary game at the time, and I like Crisis 2, but Crisis 3 was not a good game. So. Yeah. I did not even know Crisis 3 existed. So, there's that. I didn't, 2, I don't know. That tells you how popular Crisis 3 was. (laughs) 2 was fine, I guess, but it was, uh, you know, confined areas. Confined little uh, arena, you know, stealth combat puzzle areas. Well, it was a lot more conventional, uh, mm-hmm. for good and for bad. I mean, it wasn't as open ended, but also like you had a, like you had direction of what, what you're supposed to do next. I love just being thrown into a big open world with a bunch of tools and figuring it out for myself in Crisis. I thought the first Crisis was fantastic. I mean, I think people who say Far Cry Two is the best one. <laughs> Far Cry Two to me has more issues that are deterrents than Crisis does. Crisis yeah. doesn't get bad until the third act when the aliens show up and it just turns into more of a conventional thing too. Then it becomes corridors, which they like. It's it's weird. It's like they forgot what made the game good partway through it, and then they continued that into the sequels. It's like Dead Island. <laughs> That's not a bad comparison. But there's we'll news see. about there's news about that that they're trying like they might be developing for the PS5 now. I think I showed that to you, Sean. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my point is that I'd be more excited about a Crisis remake or a Return to Roots game than anything that's like Crisis 2 or 3. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, finally, there's been some new uh, Ghost of Tsushima info because the official PlayStation Magazine UK has a new preview. And, uh-oh. What? Looks like Skype's being a turd today because uh, we lost Mark for a little bit. Oh. So That's fine. So, um, you know, we know Ghost of Tsushima is not going to have, like, a HUD system. You're going to have to use, uh, like, landmarks um, to be able to know your way around. You're not going to... It's not going to have waypoints where it just kind of tells you, oh, here's your next mission, here's your where you're going. Uh, you know, just Randy, like Control. Yeah. And just like a game that uh, Randy enjoys a lot, Infamous, you know, being another Sucker Punch game. How do you feel about, you know, not having a way... You know, having... Played Final Fantasy VII, which does have the waypoints, and now you're you're gonna play this Ghost of Tsushima, which won't. Do you, do you like this idea of not having waypoints? It depends on on how detailed the world is. Like Infamous was fine because everything was kind of broken down, and you could tell kind of where you were just from like what buildings and stuff. Especially like the new Infamous or the latest Infamous. I mean, you had all the 
I'm from the Northwest, so all the Seattle landmarks and stuff, I kind of can remember where things were. Um, and I remember they had a map at least. Um, like Mark had brought up control real quick. Contr- for it took me a while to get used to controls map because yeah, that, it just was really confusing as far as what connected to where and where the doors were supposed to be and stuff. You, you get used to it, and I think that's what will happen here. It, it, it might be a little bit of a system shock for a little bit as far as like trying to figure out where you're going to go. But I mean, the game looks beautiful, so you'd think like you'd be able to make out landmarks, whether it's mountains or whatever that you can still kind of figure out where you're supposed to go. Yeah, I was not a fan of the infamous games, but I don't remember ever having trouble navigating the world. So I I feel Uh, fairly confident that um, Sucker Punch will figure out how to make that work. Mm -hmm. I thought the the last one was pretty good, the PS4 one. Mm -hmm. Did not care for it. But yeah, there was no issue with the map to me, or knowing where to go. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I mean... uh... Certainly. I, I think it just depends, right? If everything's easy to find, then cool. If I'm going to spend hours getting lost, then I might be a little upset because I, you know, I don't really have time to be getting lost uh, that much. No, as yeah. as a, a, a fan of Minecraft, it'll happen to me all the time. I'll start a new world and be messing around and I'm like, right, I'm going to explore. And then 20 minutes later, I was like, well, I guess I'm building a new house because I have no idea where that was. <laughs> so it could be like that, too. The counter is something like uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, where it's like a five-hour campaign with a big follow arrow at top of this guy's head for all of it. It's like, this is not fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, also is the idea that uh, not only are you going to have samurai skills, you're going to have ninja skills. And depending on how, what kind of skills you use the most, depend it may affect some relationships with some characters in the game as well. So That's cool. How you well, I mean, fight... That- yeah, that's just a mix on what their infinite thing was the the good and bad meter. I mean, hopefully it has a little bit more depth to it than you get good points, you get bad points. You think uh, you'll well, be able to throw electric grenades in this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could throw what uh, the smoke bombs or whatever, right? Yeah. So, I mean, electric so nunchucks. An, there. Yeah, there's an example with Makoto, which I guess perhaps is a little bit more on what you were saying, Randy, is that. If you do too much of something she doesn't like, she might just turn on you completely and be your enemy. So I, I guess there's uh, things you have to think about while you're also going to that game and what you decide to do. And something I I'm like sure that, Jens will go ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say, I, I like that, though, because there's a lot of games where they'll they, like Life is Strange comes to mind where you're. Your best friend, I absolutely hated in the game, and I kept just throwing her under the bus, and it kept like just bringing me right back, and you, you still had to finish the game with her. It would be great to have the ability of just you piss her off enough, and then she hates you, and she goes away. I think I'm Dragon, into that. It's like Dragon Age. That I'm happens. down. Yeah. You can like take off like more, I think her name is Morgana. Uh, and yeah, oh, yeah, the sorceress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she can abandon you. Or oh, she'll, she'll, she'll actually leave the party? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, she'll just be like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> if you make too many contrary decisions, for sure. Yeah. You don't want that, though. You want Morgana for the, if you want the good ending to the game. She's pretty useful. Or any, and the bad ending. You kind of need her for both of them. Everyone likes having Claudia Black around. <laughs> mm-hmm. And something I'm sure Jens will appreciate is that uh, the soundtrack has music from uh, Shigeru Umbayashi, who is... Uh, worked on a House of Flying Daggers and Grandmaster. Yep, so. major composer. I mean, his his filmography is pretty insane. 
Curse of the Golden Flower is a good one. The Bride. Uh, lots of great stuff. So, yeah, they got a major in the mood for love, you know. Also, he, made, he scored the Tekken movie in 1990. So you've got uh, award movies and you've got your lowbrow stuff. It's uh, quite a filmography, this guy. So when you're getting the, getting the good stuff for uh, a game that's still slated to hit on June 26th. We'll see mm-hmm. if it doesn't get uh, delayed as well. Hopefully not. I got my digital deluxe edition pre-ordered, so I'm hoping that it'll it'll just kind of unlock. Yeah. On the let, day. Let's hope. Let's hope that they don't have to delay that indefinitely as well. But uh, one game that we know is not getting delayed at all because it's already out and people are playing it and people are either absolutely loving it or, I don't know, there's folks that are just apparently can't stand uh, one reason, uh, you know, can't stand it for one reason or another. But, you know, let's kind of, uh, I guess, do this in in some sections without trying to spoil things because obviously Mark hasn't... uh, you know, played the game yet, and, you know, people I, are still... I played Final Fantasy 20 years ago, I'm fine. Yeah, but well, there's know, new but there's stuff to spoil immediately. That, uh, that maybe haven't gotten to play it yet, or are waiting on a physical copy like you, or, you know, or they've played it and they're experiencing the game right along with us, and, and you know, so, I mean, Randy could spoil more things for us than, mm-hmm. but, you know. There's stuff that's notably different right away, mm-hmm. like Cloud has Fission's these, there's these weird kind of Dementor-type creatures that you start seeing. Oh, is that snowboarding? I, know, I haven't gotten snowboarding yet. I'm, I've, I don't think that'll be in this first one. Yeah, really. uh, I, 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 confer- I lied. I said Chapter 12. I'm on Chapter 14. I can confirm there's still no snowboarding. So, sorry, Mark. Okay. This game is not worthless. I'm selling my copy. Who wants it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, that was obviously it's been talked about, and and that's been shown in the trailers. So that's not really necessarily a spoiler. The Dementors, <laughs> um, that was nece- that actually has a story reason that I don't want to spoil as to why they exist. Um, oh, you but, spoiled yourself on the on the finale. No, I just read about read what they, why they exist, okay. like why they're there. Because I wanted to know, like, why the heck did Nomura just decide to put in some random fucking ghosts into this game you know so it's uh it's secretly kingdom hearts 4 that are heartless <laughs> the the only people who i've seen say a negative thing about this game is people who don't like the ending I, I i don't know who um i don't know what you've been reading sean it sounds like you've read some more negative opinions everybody that i'm everybody i know absolutely loves it and well, rightfully there's people so. that that don't like the the side quests i think the side quests are a waste of time and I mean, to be fair, it is a game where one of the first quests is killing some rats for a shopkeeper. Yeah. So it's an RPG, all right. <laughs> find some cats. And, and then you have to find cats, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, find but cats. I, I, I love that even, like, Cloud is just the most content. Like, he's just so, like, this is stupid. This sucks. Why am I yeah. doing this? Like, the whole time. So, you know, he's the audience. Uh, but he's also, there. like, very innocent as well. Like, he doesn't, you know, seem to really kind of grasp when he's getting hit on by Jesse, who's... That's just her attitude in this game. Well, you don't you don't think he grasps it? I mean, he, like, flat out turns her down over and over again. Well, no, he does, but, like, I, at first it's kind of like he, he doesn't really get it, and then he does eventually, and then, like, when Tifa's kind of asking him certain questions, he kind of tries to not, you he's, know... He's a, he's a vol-cell, a voluntary celibate. Yeah, 
his when he when he tells uh, uh, Jesse, you know, are you really that desperate? It's like, oh man, Clout has serious self esteem <laughs> issues in this game. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like yeah. your typical harem anime protagonist in those scenes. Yeah, and that's that. you know, yeah. we've got. I mean, this is a Jesse that fucks, and Cloud has none of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she does not hide it at all. It's like <laughs> from the very first. I mean, if you played the demo, you got that already. But like, yeah, you know, they uh, they they definitely gave her a character, and um, yeah. right where we are, uh, Jens and I and Randy's already been through this. Is you get to learn a lot more about her. So I think that's. I just really appreciate like that. That's something that I really appreciated. Like they were nothing characters in that in the original game, oh, yeah. and then now they feel like they have life. You know, like they all have personalities, and yeah, you know, Wedges is kind of like a token personality of oh he's he's chubby and he likes to eat or whatever, but it's still funny, and he's he's just, he's just like an earnest, fun loving guy yeah, with a lot of heart. Exactly. I like Wedge. And, um, you know, Bang- I've seen Bang- some people cool shipping thing. Cloud and Wedge, which I think is a good ship. <laughs> people is just something to tell you. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, that's what I think I appreciate the most is like the just depth you feel with these characters. Like, man, they're so lovable. I mean, yeah. everybody is so much more of a character. I love Barrett's lectures. Yeah. I, I, I you know, it, Tifa and and Jesse are both great. Cloud is way more likable. Like he's still, you know, kind of a gruff jerk at times, and he like immediately antagonizes everybody in the in the town when you first start doing quests. Right. But he does it in a way that you can kind of relate to, where you know he's not just. He was way more abrasive, if I remember original Final Fantasy VII, at least in the beginning, and you don't really yeah. understand why. Whereas here, it's like okay, he's kind of awkward and uncomfortable, and you know doesn't but want to deal with the stuff. He's been through some shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you see those those moments that you don't really get to find that out until much later. Right. The stuff that happens mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Which we won't uh, talk about. Yeah. So, you know, you immediately already as soon as you get out of that first volume mission, you're like, oh, dude, this guy has to deal with so much crap, uh, you know, and things that he doesn't remember that all of a sudden he gets like flashbacks to and and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So. Like, you identify with him more, which is another thing that I appreciate. Like, you know, people are going to complain about where you see a certain, you know, villain early or whatever. But I think it it adds things that you kind of understand things a bit more by... Yeah, having having him be more immediately tortured Mm -hmm. uh, means that he's also more immediately sympathetic. Like, you understand that he's, as you say, he's dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah, I, I I can't say that this is coming from my own head. I've heard several people in reviews say basically this, but they've done such a good job of taking what was in our heads in 97 mm-hmm. with with the bullet points that they were able to make in the game and how we kind of filled in the picture in our own heads, and they just mm-hmm. threw that out in its oh, own yeah. game. Like everything that we thought was in Final Fantasy VII and it's, it's just there. I mean, the characters are so vibrant and amazing. Like Jens was saying, it's more of like a a self defense mechanism for Cloud when he's all gruff and stuff like that. It's like he's like you said, he's so socially awkward and doesn't know what to to do with the flirting and stuff. So he just kind of goes back with it. No, I'm I'm going to be a loner. I have to be a loner. So it's more of a, a defense mechanism for him. Just all the characters are so fantastic. 
uh, even the ones like, like okay, of course, Big Wedge and Jesse, you get much bigger roles. There's more later on in the game that only were getting small parts that were that just have been ballooned out to just be just. It's so fantastic to just watch the story unfold. And like I know Mark is that I played Final Fantasy VII before, but anybody that's played the original Final Fantasy VII and hasn't played this yet, it's like, oh, I know what happens in Midgar. Is you know the bullet points. Like they've expanded it so much, and they've changed bits and pieces here too. Just to, I mean, to keep you on your toes. But it's mostly just the original is bullet points, and they've just—it's amazing what they've done with it. Obviously, mm-hmm. stupid uh, train graveyard scene. Yeah, different. Is, yeah. is it playable? Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, like it in the first. I didn't, I didn't like it in the first one at all. <laughs> no, they. I just got through that section yesterday. <laughs> And they add a different twist to it Good. that makes it more interesting than what it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, Randy, you're right on. It's definitely modernization, but they've done such a beautiful job of just remaining authentic and retaining everything that made the original so iconic and memorable mm-hmm. while also yeah. giving us something that feels fresh. And there's still those so. little choices with uh, with Tifa as well and, and Aerith that I think they don't really matter as much. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to speak. To as, as, like... as far as I know, for trophy hunters, they matter a lot. Oh, oh okay. okay. But for like Man, that, uh, it doesn't change the the story yeah, or what. Uh, yeah. Randy, Not, did, I make the, did I make the right decision telling Tifa to get the exotic outfit? Uh, that one doesn't matter as long as you make it different every time. Okay. There, there's a trophy in the game where you, like, for anyone that's played it, there's a part where Cloud has to dress and drag and try to impress this creepy dude. Uh, there's a trophy in there where each three characters that are involved in that can have three different dresses and there's something you have to do differently in the game, which changes what dress they wear. Right. But I'm, I'm sure there, I like later on some of these choices that you would have with Tifa and Ares would be like the, the date scene in the original game that happens much later in the game. I would think something like that is down the line. Cause there's a couple times where, it's a clear who you talk to first is going to affect something down the line. You can just tell that they, they built it this way. There's a point where that I've gotten to where something happens, you've all fallen down, and Cloud gets up, and Aerith and Tifa are laying in front of you. And oh, you have to that, go wait that was in the original, too. Yeah, and, but you... I was, but yeah. it's like, okay, so obviously they, they're, they're keeping that in. I, I haven't gotten to a point where it has really affected anything. I don't know if it does in the last few chapters, but I, I, I would think it would be a, a later on down the road kind of Well, a that's thing. where the date is actually when they get to the Golden Saucer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, it, it's in the next game. So yeah. it'd be interesting how they make that. Will they make your choices? Will they do a, you know, Telltale thing? or Telltale game, yeah. Yeah, where your, where your choices will cross over to the next game or, you know, with your, with your save being there. Yeah, it's... It's going to be really interesting. I know characters cap at 50 in this one, so do they get lowered down by the next game, or are you just starting at 50 if you got there? It's going to be really interesting to what they do. Well, if you're using your save file and every just thing, everything just comes over from there, I'm guessing, yeah, they would have to, they would have they to go have... base it on the majority of people's levels when they get to the end of the game and then just base it off of that, mm. I guess. Or they're just... I mean, there may not be a level cap for the next game. Yeah. Or it'd just be like 100. I mean, like the original game. Yeah, yeah. 99, so. Yeah, I will imagine, say... like... Go ahead. Oh, 
like this one makes me think that they were able to blow up this part of the game because the other parts of the game are not as easy to blow up because it's already open world. Yeah. This yeah. is very, it's a very linear feeling. That's why game. that's why I said they're going to make 30 episodes of this thing. Each episode is going to be a town or you know. Uh. Here's a, here's a here, here's a Cosmo Canyon part. That's part 14. No, I I think they would still stick to 3. I'm still going to go with that idea that they're still going to try to make it stick to 3. Because once you get into the open world part, traversing into the other places is not. Are you really going? How much are you really going to add to those stories? Because you didn't really spend that much time in those places, other than these parts you had to do for the story. So, you know, it, you don't, don't want to see all of Junon. Yeah, that that's the thing. Is like, I think they would probably add more stuff with Yuffie and maybe more stuff with Vincent or something to make them more integral and not necessarily these optional characters but yeah i don't know i, I uh, think they'll they'll have like a uh star citizen part when he gets sids so he can flash around space for a while like no man's sky <laughs> let's just add, yeah let's just make extra things yeah um but get, getting back to this game so how do you guys like the um the battle system Ooh, it's so uh, good yeah, uh, Mark, I think that you in particular, since you love Final Fantasy XV so much, are going to dig this. Uh, I've been thinking about this because it feels just like a distillation of everything that worked in fifteen while doing away with everything that didn't work. What like didn't work in fifteen? Uh, okay, like the healing system, and you don't have to mm-hmm. like, get distance to rebuild your, your MP or whatever. And Yeah, and, well, instead now you just have to keep weighing on the enemy. Like, to, to like the, the stupid teleporting... Like all that, st- all the kind of more MMO type mechanics, um, and the t- and just generally battles took way too long. Everything had huge health bars, so like now it's just you know you press square to attack, you hold square to attack continuously, circle to dodge, triangle to switch attack modes, and you've got RB to block, right? So kind of basic combat system. You've got a short window of opportunity to do a parry counter attack while you're switching between the two modes, uh, operator and punisher. Uh, you've got regular or heavy attacks you can do. And as you do these attacks, you build up your action points to use the skills and spells, which you then pick from a menu. Uh, and that stuff is, is kind of like is where the old-fashioned Final Fantasy VII stuff comes comes in with the old skills and abilities. And uh, um, down. you know, I, I'm yeah. going to assume you're all three playing primarily as Cloud. Then, well, you have uh, to switch. You have to switch. Yeah, between. Cloud it's... is the primary. Cloud, you can switch you to Tifa ha- yeah. or Barrett every now and then, but yeah. Only yeah, in yeah, battle, yeah. you can't you can't decide. Well, yeah, to, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like it's like Final Fantasy fifteen. So yeah. it starts what, what, as what? Cloud, and then you can switch. But you have to switch because you stay on one character too long, especially in the boss battles. You're gonna get whooped. So like yeah. you know. Well, uh, I it, mean, I, I tend to do a lot of commands. So like while you're in the slow mo, like you don't completely pause the game; it just goes into like a slow mo. Yeah. While you're in the menu. And you can then use R1 or R2 to cycle to the other crew members to issue commands. Or you can press the D-pad to switch characters. Mm-hmm. So I, I do more commands stuff than character switching. I mostly stay as Cloud, at least so far. Yeah, I, I, I will let you know that there's a couple of bosses that you'll come up a bit that you'll learn <laughs> that you have okay. to, to switch over. Just because you need to get their their bars filled up faster. Yeah. So basically, if you're not controlling a character, they're just going to do regular attacks. And their AB bars going to fill up very slow. Mm-hmm. And there's some that you need to be able to chain things together. I'm 
like I, I'm 21 hours into this game. I'm still learning that I'm doing things wrong. Oh wow! <laughs> that, that like the materia system is still as fantastic as it was, but there's so much more to it now as far as like different types of materia that really that I'm now learning really work well together. So I'm like <laughs> messing around with that a lot more. The paddles are just so, especially bosses like regular bo- enemies and stuff are are fun to kind of mess around with and try to experiment with. But those bosses are just well put together that so many of them, especially here in the middle part of the game that I'm at, like so many of them have put me down to one character left and freaking out trying to get Mm -hmm. enough to revive somebody. Like there is just that you're, you're walking a tightrope a couple of times where it doesn't feel unfair or way too tough, but it's just enough to make your heart race and, and, completely freak out or when you die you're like oh i did that wrong or i switched that the one thing i wish they would switch but maybe it would make it too easy is i wish items weren't one of the a b bar things yeah that's exactly it'd be the kingdom hearts thing you'd keep you do spam yeah spam so, i mean i absolutely get it but there's a lot of times where it's like two people died and i'm like well gotta really attack a little bit before you can use an item yeah and i have to go attack and i have like 300 hp well let, let's hope I can get this I, all done at once. It's 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 really good. I have an important material question for you since you're the furthest along, Randy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the way that the material slots looks uh, on your weapons for um, well, you've got like you've got your material slots on one side, and you've got your summoning slot on the other side. Yes. Can you still use does does the second slot open up where you can use material to modify your summons like you could in front of in the original? Uh, not yet. Summons is a whole side thing. This is the one part of the battle I don't like because you can't just summon a character. You have to be getting your you ass kicked. Fill up a bar, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is fine. That, yeah. I have gotten used to the thing that I learned, and I don't know if it was just something that was messing up in my game, um, but I was asking a buddy who's actually beat this game already. He played it nonstop <laughs> over the weekend. It took about forty hours, but. Uh, I just got the regular edition, not the deluxe, but I got the the pre-order baby chocobo. Yeah, yeah, the chocobo chick. For whatever reason, if I ha- had that as one of the possible summons, it mm. always made me pick that one. Mm. So then I was trying to figure out, I was like, well, how do I get these other ones to show up? I'm tired of this one. I don't need this one to show up all the time. It's not doing what I need. I have these two th- that are very elemental that I want to use. But right. Well, don't you switch them out just like materia? Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. So like Cloud would have one, Tifa would have one, and, and Aerith would have one. But if I had the baby chocobo one equipped, whenever that summon bar filled up, the other two were faded out and that was the only one I could pick. Weird. So I unequipped that one and put something else in and then it allowed me to pick no matter what once the once they had that. So I don't know if something was just goofing up on, on my end or what i think they all have different uh like ways that they appear or or where they only appear uh, it's all the once i got rid of that one it's i've been able to pick Mm. which one of the three so oh maybe it was just because i was still learning the system and i wasn't doing it right maybe i'll put it back in and mess around a little bit more but summons is definitely one of those that it took me a little bit at first i was not a fan of the system but as you kind of learn it more, it's, it works really well. I do like that it's a separate thing and not a, oh, I have to take out one of my other materia that I really want to put in a summon materia. Uh, so. but my issue is they give you so many different kinds 
that you, you never have enough slots to drive. Oh, no, you don't. Like, I have it's that so problem great. right now. You know, if you do, um, you know, so there's this character named Chadley. If you mm-hmm. use uh, the assess material, which is like scan, basically. Yep. And you um, you learn all the abilities of, of the your enemies. And you can figure out what they're weak to and all that stuff. And it stays that way for the game, so you don't have to keep using scan. You just use it one time on that enemy, and then anytime you face that enemy again, you already mm-hmm. you can just press a touchpad to look up their weaknesses, which is really cool. And like you unlock the wind material if you do enough of the the thing, uh, his his little missions that you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa! But that Drake that you fight as one of the you know those side quests. Uh, is weak against wind, but now I have to go remove this other material that I really like to put that in. <laughs> so it's like, uh, there's not enough uh, equipment. Yeah. There's yeah, a, lot there's... Of, a lot of support ones that you get later on that is like, yeah. I want to experiment with you, but I don't oh, okay. And mm-hmm. I learned the auto-cure one is like very good. <laughs> so yes. I was like, I maxed that one out already and I was like, okay, let's use this. Mm. So. It's, it's just so well put together. So speaking of do you guys remember when the Chocobo breeding happens in the original Final Fantasy VII? Uh, Is that like much a, later? Yeah, that's yeah. when you get outside. Because you yeah, that's golden saucer go. stuff, like, because when you start um, being okay. able to race them and everything like that. Yeah. I was just hope. I was thinking about the way that they changed the summoning, where I'm like, man, I hope that when we eventually get to that, that I'll be able to do the fat Chocobo. I'd, I'd hate to miss out on the fat Chocobo. Uh, no comment. Yeah, no comment. Uh, I've seen him already. How's the Knights of the Round summon? I, mean, I can't wait to see that. In, I can't wait to see that in this game. If and it how is that in would this work? Because it's it's because it's completely different. It would be really cool if it's just ten knights show up <laughs> and just start. Wrecking. That'd be rad. Uh, another thing we need to bring up because it's my probably my favorite part of this game is the music. Oh, Absolutely, God. Yeah. how good this is. I was telling, I think it was, Sean, I think it was you I was talking to the other day, where I just got to a part, I won't say where, where it was just regular overworld music, but they like, all of a sudden, after a cutscene that has one of the Turks in it, took that same overworld theme, but like, added in the Turk theme to it. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like yeah. a like a counterpoint kind of thing with the two themes against each other, or like yeah, a call that's and what response. it felt like. I don't. They just put them together, and it just it, it fit perfect. And it was just, I I mean, I just sat the controller down for a minute and listened. It was like it was like it's just the the way they have the dynamic music going on with the same theme goes into the the battles and changes and stuff. It's oh yeah, there's like seven different versions of that battle theme, and it's like they're all yeah. awesome. The, the, the one that you do with the Airbuster. Like the moment that battle started, it's like that you got wrapped up. It was it was yeah. fantastic, and I loved it. There's little there's little discs that you can collect too. When you, as you my only co- my my yeah. only complaint about that is they make a big thing about you collecting all the all the tracks, and they've got all these sweet you know remixes of the classic music that you can that you can get. But then the actual in-game jukeboxes and record players are like scratchy. Like 1950s, <laughs> like record player sound, and you still have the regular ambient music, and like you, you don't actually get to hear that music sounding good at all. That that you collect. Yeah, I, I mean, it's nice when you get to play darts and you can hear it. Yeah, uh... that's fun. I like the darts game. <laughs> is it just? Yeah. 
Is it just me or is his aim worse if you get the drink from Tifa beforehand? That that's the point. Okay. It's realistic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what I thought too. I was like, wait, are they doing this on purpose to where he's aiming badly because of this? <laughs> You know, eventually I got it, and I just was hitting... I, I still beat Wedge's high score, even with the shitty aim, so... J- the first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it no, not the first... Like I mean, like, times. it took a couple of tries, but I mean, yeah. you know... Not 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 on first try, but I mean, the first time that you encounter the darts minigame. It's kind of like, let's get this trophy out of the way, and then... <laughs> not worry about yeah. it anymore. Which no. I'm kind of... Yeah. Well, did you guys get... Uh, Randy, did you get... Uh, and Sean, did you guys get the motorcycle trophy no and i'll have okay. to go back and do that one man that's hard so what's the motorcycle trophy you've got to finish the motorcycle sequence of 80 percent health oh okay no i didn't i don't think well i okay. died the first time when you go through it initially um because oh. he i got to the part where he's able to climb up on the wall or he goes up mm-hmm. on the wall and starts using electricity and yeah. then uh, he's, I almost got him and then he zapped me one time good with the freaking uh, bicycle or with the motorcycle and he like jumps back down and I was like, damn it. <laughs> so then I had to get off my brake and I had to leave it on. Thankfully, I figured out this game does not, um, add time to your playtime when you have it on, uh, pot, when you have it, uh, off the screen. So oh, that's, that's actually hilarious. Even in cutscenes, like in the when you have the countdown and the opening sequence of the reactor, uh-huh. like in cutscenes, the timer does not progress. So yeah, it does yeah. not add playtime in a lot of ways. And uh, yeah, I mean, but that that was a fun part too. I liked doing the thing with the the motorcycle or whatever. Um, it was good. So. It's like something out of a out of a bayonetta or a, I'm trying to think of. Um, I guess there are a lot of games that have There's those kind Devil of things. There's Devil May Cry, right, that does that as well. Devil May Cry. Yeah. RE6 has stuff like that. But not good, oh. obviously. And, uh, oh, no. And you really do, like, you de- if you didn't get Jesse's personality before, you definitely get it through that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, she uh, riding. Yeah. In uh, various ways. <laughs> uh, so, no. Uh, and and I haven't even gotten experience Aerith yet, and everything I see online is like she's the best. It's... So, oh, you've experienced Aerith a little bit. A little uh, bit, but you know, there's more you... when you go through her section. Yeah, that's a really cute sequence. Did you know? It, okay, I, I won't spoil it actually, but it's very very funny if you don't take the flower from her. If you want to pay her for the flower, like if you try to give her money, it's it's really good. So yeah. try it out at some point. I'll Apparently, some stuff time. has been changed from the Japanese translation still, and I saw people, some people were upset about that. Or, oh, the, like, do you have an example of something people were upset about? I don't. I was trying to understand it, but it was in text, so I was trying to see. Um, I saw it on Twitter yesterday or whatever, but it was also like kind of late, so I wasn't really understanding. I'd have to see if I can find it again. But you know how people are, though. Like some people are just you can never just take that into your own words if mm-hmm. it's completely right if it's not literal right then right. people get upset so uh yeah but that music oh my god it's um it's gonna be really hard i mean i know we're talking about persona 5 rural as well and that has amazing music too but um you know if if Final seven remake isn't the like best soundtrack of the year uh, we had some amazing mu- music come out this year so mm-hmm. You know, and it's... that's a massive 
That's a massive soundtrack. I mean, I I, I think the um, even the uh, that eight CD set that they're putting out at the end of this month is not complete. Like, it still does not have everything because there's just so much. Well, yeah, I mean, we're not even talking about the stuff that's later in the game as well. <laughs> so, right. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's, and then I mean, not even to talk about like how beautiful the game looks. Just how mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there's the texture pop in and stuff like that, but it's amazing to me still what we dreamed about those characters looking like if there was ever a remake. <clears throat> I mean, it's just it's insane, you know. All the main characters look amazing. I, I will say my one disappointment with the look is I think the NPCs largely look bad in the way that, like... I mean, they're not quite like uh, Yakuza NPCs. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, even... They're they're just kind of more... It's almost like a lot of them look like the same generic guy, and sometimes he's got a beard, or sometimes he's got a mustache yeah. or different hair. But they're very similar. And the lip-syncing... Like, there's the one, the lady who gives you, I really noticed it on her, like, the lady who gives you the quest to uh, clear out the drakes of the construction area. Uh-huh. I was looking at her lip sync. It's just like, man, her mouth is crazy looking. Wow. Like, her, it, it's like she's gonna, like, she's about to unhinge her jaw and swallow your, and swallow you whole like a python or something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that the, the lady that did the English voice acting for that, she was so excited, and there was people that were... Of course, teasing her about the lip sync. <laughs> she's like, I don't have any control over that. So. Well, I, I just love that, uh, you know, she's arguing those two NPCs who are classic Final Fantasy VII NPCs, the the two guards were the one who's like trying to learn how to be tougher. Yeah. Or his, his commanding officer is like chastising him for not for not uh, being mean not enough. Going, yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. Yeah, it's... Um, no, it's... it's uh, obviously, I mean, there wasn't going to be... Uh, everything look awesome i mean there's gonna be points where you know the npcs are gonna look like that and everything but it's yeah i mean if it, if only midgar looks like this i want to know um how it's gonna be when when you get to the more open parts of the game is is that where it's gonna show the wear a little bit you know yeah i mean i don't know if there's uh so what what do you think of the the side quest because that's what I, you mentioned yakuza that's what i thought of when i Everybody's complaining about the cyclists. It's like this feels more like Yakuza. Like I mean, they also feel like Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, Final Fantasy Fifteen also had a find the cats quest early on. Uh, yeah. So it's it's not dissimilar. Uh, they're fine, you know. They're classical, the classic JRPG side quests. I don't know what people want. Um, some of them are kind of wacky. Uh, they don't feel like a waste of time. I like that you can grind. Like you can. I, I realized that you could go back into the construction area and kind of kill those those little uh, pests over and over again yes you can yeah. so that's been useful uh i really don't mind. i mean it's what i'm it's what i expected as far as the side quests go what, what do you all think i do like the fact that they kind of do build up your reputation mm-hmm. right so they do kind of remember those things that you and it does kind of change i mean yes it's a bunch of voices talking to you as you walk by yeah but it does change the way that the people kind of react to you. Oh, immediately. Immediately yeah. after mm-hmm. you finish a quest, everybody in town is talking about it. Like, you walk past people and you're like, did you hear it? Did, did somebody get rid of the drakes? It was that mercenary. It, it also changes something else, too. Okay. No spoilers. Uh-huh. That's good, though. That's good. Yeah, I mean, the side quest, I mean, I'm in my, I'm in another group of them um, at the moment. They're fine. They, they do start to get a little repetitive. Um, the find the cats thing has, I'm now on my third different form of that. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was happy when that one was over. Um, it's like when Cloud goes like, this sucks. It's like you so, said it, Cloud. It seems like every time they get to, like, okay, here's some side quests you can do. Let's help the town folk. There's always one. It's like oh, to man. find the cats one. Um, <laughs> so, Fuck those cats. Right. Uh, it's not always cats, but... Uh, but yeah, I mean they're okay. They're, they're, they've added a bunch of goofy mini games that are just pointless fun. Um, uh, Wall Market has some interesting ones, as which is not surprising. Yeah. Well, is there anything that like surprised you, or you came in expecting one thing, and now you're like, oh man, this enemy think totally different about the game, or? Or what? Especially you, ready to play more than? Yeah, honestly, to me, it still makes me just kind of wish that they were a little bit more upfront with this is just Midgar. Not, I mean, because we we all knew it was just going to be Midgar because they they've talked about it in news reports and stuff. But as far as like the marketing and stuff goes, mm-hmm. I, I know it would be tough for them to not make it sound like it's just a spinoff game with that. But it'd been really cool to have it called Final Fantasy VII Remake midgar or something or just episode one or however they needed to do it so people can't use that as the oh my god i'm gonna wait for it to be the full game because this is a full game i there is so much to this i'm 20 some hours in there's so much more for me to do and it's not just trying to complete everything it's like i can tell there's still a lot left in the story that i have to do again my buddy finished it at about 40 hours so there's a lot of game here can you go back to, like, how open is the areas? Uh, it's very linear. I've been told, I haven't got there yet, that uh, there's some sort of a fast travel at some point to help you kind of complete those things. But I've also heard that once no, you beat okay. the game... It's not a fast travel. It's I don't know if they're going to fix this later, but it is a... You actually have to go and complete the entire chapter. If there's a no, side that's, quest that's... that you missed... You have to go back and complete the whole chapter. No, right? no, no. There's two different things. Oh, so okay. when you beat the game, there's a, a a chapter select where you can beat a whole chapter and collect things that you didn't. But there's also, from what my friend said, there's like a chocobo carriage thing that will take oh, you to okay. point to point. I believe. I have not unlocked that yet. Um, but I had asked him before because I was like, some things that are locked that you can't reach. I'm like, do I really have to backtrack through all of this? Cause it's very linear. It's very final fantasy 13, very straight corridors and everything. But I guess that you can go to key parts of different places and then search that place too. But yeah, uh, once you beat the game, it unlocks the chapters and then, then you have to beat the whole chapter for that all to work. But at least it allows you to, to pick and choose if you want to, go collecting yeah, and stuff. I wish you didn't have to do that. They could just drop you in and you could go in and do your well, side quests. And... Don't skip it the first time. Well, some of us need to <laughs> um, beat that, beat this a lot faster than we're going. So, no, but it's good for your um, gaining gill and gaining, uh, because that's the thing we forgot to talk about with the battle system is something that's different that's, that wasn't in the original was you can upgrade your weapons. So... There's like a little bit of a spear grid system kind of with your weapons. So you can, you gain SP uh, once you level and you can continue to build them up. And the actual cool thing that I really, really appreciated was each weapon has their own SP. So it's not, 
oh, well, if I stop using the Buster Sword, then that thing doesn't gain anymore. And then I have to keep grinding away with the Buster Sword, even mm-hmm. though it's uh, eventually it gets outdone by another weapon that you gain. You keep gaining I, levels and you can keep putting SP in that. So it's cool. I actually read a review, or I think I watched a review that said the Buster Sword's pretty useful throughout the entire game. <laughs> That's my. Actually, yeah, I was just about to ask about this, which is obviously I just want to use the Buster Sword because it's the iconic weapon. Right. And I got, you know, early on when you do that first quest for the blacksmith, he gives you a sword that a, a new sword that has more slots mm-hmm. and like slightly lower damage, but slightly higher magic, I suppose. Yeah. And I guess I'm just curious, like, especially you, Randy, who are much further along than me and okay. Sean, like, is there a point? Like, what will, will I be screwing myself by like switching well, weapons? Is there a point of leveling multiple weapons? Why well, would I not like, just focus on well, well, those like abilities you get are important. Like yeah, that triple so, flash ability is amazing. You need to get oh, that. I, yeah. So, so as long as you use a, a new weapon long enough to unlock that ability where it'll go with any weapon, then that's fine. Um, but like Sean was saying earlier, those leveling up different weapons, every time you level up and your weapons level up, all of them level up. So you it, it allows you really to be able to pick and choose whether – one sword might have more attack damage. One might have an extra materia slot. One might be better with magic and stuff. So you can customize it to how you play, but even if you want to change it halfway through, it doesn't penalize you because all of the okay. levels are leveling up as you go. It just you And you can also reset them with Chadley too if you want. So if you didn't even though it seems it's at least from but from the, the sphere grid of the weapon or is it just like just by using it's, it enough, you automatically it's the ability. Get it. It's it's one of the triangle ability, not triangle, but uh, one of the just abilities of the weapon. So you hit X to bring up the menu, and you hit tr- then you hit triangle, and it'll bring up the special moves right. or whatever. Uh, triple slash is one of them. That is, I want to say it's the second or third sword it's you the get. Iron blade sword. The the yeah the yes. one you get yeah. from the weapon uh, smith. Yeah, him. Okay, it's, it's really one. good with with groups of enemies. It's Especially when they're all cluttered together, it's great to to swing that sword three times and and make contact with all of them each time. It's great. And Tifa has one later that also uh, it's pretty awesome too that you get from. Yeah. So as long as you 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 if like if you just want to use the Buster Sword, that's great. But as long as when you get a new weapon, you use it long enough to unlock the ability that that sword has or that weapon has, mm-hmm. and then you can go back to whichever one you like. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So... Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to be done with this so I can keep playing. Uh, so that's the thing too is like even the little bit of the. I mean, I know Randy's experienced more of the story, but like any time that they go, okay, let's do more of this story, I'm like completely engrossed. I want more, you know. So that's something that I'll I'll give them. The more that they've added has definitely made this game so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, than you know that first five hours was you know yeah i i don't know if there's anything else you want to mention randy or we can just leave it to no uh, i'll just say this last thing it's i said last year that resident evil 2 was the perfect way to remake a game i was wrong this is the perfect way to mm-hmm. remake a, a section of a game <laughs> but do it just it's such an amazing job of you still have that nostalgia factor if you love the games back then but it's 
not th throwing it over the head of people that didn't play it. And again, if you did play it, you're going to be surprised by a lot of things anyways. So it's just, it's so fantastic and amazing what they've been able to do with this, where it's still so loyal to the original material, but they've made it its own thing. It's, it's great. Yeah. And you feel it right away too, which is what's nice. It's not like, Oh, I had to wait 10 hours to get to the stuff I haven't seen before. No, it's, it's almost once you get out of the, that first Mako reactor thing, it's immediate. And it's like, oh, wow, okay. I didn't get to experience this before. Great, you know? And they just keep expanding and, on that. And as as a fan of Xavier Woods and Up, Up, Down, Down, Barrett saying keep it tight made me run over mm -hmm. to watch his stream to see his reaction to it, and it was, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a scene of Barrett humping the air like Big E does? No. Uh, no spoilers. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, now that we've we've talked about that a lot, uh, Mark and Jens, you guys have been playing uh, some more of uh, games you were playing before. Mark, you're almost at the end of Persona 5, like the original part. Yeah, I'm in the Shido, Shido ship. Uh, uh, it was funny, I was playing it like, at the start of the podcast, and I actually died, so I was like, "All right, I'm done for this for a while." <laughs> Anything else but, like new that you've experienced since the last time we did that you like really stood out to you, or has it all just been stuff you experienced? Before? I mean, eighty like so far that game is still ninety five, like ninety to ninety five percent the same as Persona Five. It's just like the new characters and the new area. Uh, I mean, I talked about that last week. Uh, so, like, once I beat this ship or this palace then that'll be like the whole new section so that's why oh, i'm kind okay. of been, that's why i've been really blown to this part or the you know most of the game because i want to see the new stuff <laughs> and well yens you've been playing more that neo too yep i would say i'm not quite halfway through i'm almost halfway through i'm on a guy called magaro naotaka he's an ice giant and uh he's been uh he's been pretty hard that's that's kind of when i i i, I went on I could have been much further in Final Fantasy, actually, except that uh, after you asked me, like, so are you going to review Neo 2 for me? It's like, yeah, I don't know. It usually takes me like a long time to play Neo 2. I was in the mood to play a little more Neo 2 on Sunday, and I just kind of got on a roll, and I made a lot of progress. So, yeah, I'm at about the 50, um, you know, just under the, the halfway point through the main story. Uh, I've, I've killed a whole bunch of bosses. I killed the giant flying owl with three, three eyes. Um there, that's there's just not that much to talk about with Neo Two, systemically because it's so it's just you know it's as we've talked about before it's more Neo. I have unlocked some new systems. Um, there is now a secondary guardian that you can equip. So like you've got your main guardian who is your summon basically when you go in, uh, when you go into beast mode or demon mode whatever they call it. But there's now also you, you can equip another, equip another one and it'll give you uh, uh, stat bonuses. And I've started doing. Um, uh, soul fusion stuff so that's still very confusing to me because it seems like you're not really getting you can only fuse souls of the same kind like each demon type drops a different kind of soul and they each have a level but fusing them doesn't seem to increase the level so it's like oh you've got a level 26 soul and a level 27 soul you put them together you get a level 27 soul so I don't really I need to figure out what the hell I'm doing wrong with that because it's very confusing uh, and I've done some more blacksmithing, 
which seems to be different from classic Neo. There's, I haven't really figured classic Neo. It was like you could kind of, uh, you could combine weapon types of the same kind or the same level, and they'd become like a plus one, plus two, plus three, up until plus ten, I think. And here it's more okay. I'm going to pump these individual crafting materials into individual stats, so weapons have different attributes that you can level up. Now that, I don't know if that may have been. I'm sure there's someone. There may be a listener screaming at the podcast right now about like that wasn't Neo One, you dumbass. I just don't remember. That, like, that uh, sounds like Dark Souls. It is. Uh, it is Dark Soulsy for sure. Um, I don't remember if that was in Neo One, but it's. It, it seems like the level upgrading is slightly different than it was. Uh, but it's been too long. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm just uh, continuing to go through it, and uh, it is the game is still a complete bastard. So who knows when I'll finish it? I'll finish it eventually. Randy, have you played anything besides FF7? No, absolutely no, not. Okay. That's all I played. Uh, I, I've tried. Oops, did I lose everyone? Xbox that uh, has a game on it that. No one's heard it before, and I can find nothing about. And it doesn't run? Uh, like, the menu runs, but then the second I try to get, get, get into a match, it looks like some, like, Team Fortress-style game. Like, or, like, a, some type of, like, first-person shooter, I assume. But the second you try to load into a match, like, the game just, like, crashes. Wow. So, what, I'm ex- what I'm excited for, now you've got the dev kit Xbox, is for your full and thorough review of StarCraft Ghost. Yeah, that's the big reason I bought this thing. I want to play that game. Yep. I need to know hear all about that. In fact, I think you should you should Twitch stream that. I don't have that... the right HDMI adapter. Well, uh, we'll see how much that costs. I feel like that's something. If you're ever going to stream something, that's the one. I'd yeah. watch it. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Starcraft Ghost that's, that that ran off an Xbox, so mm-hmm. that should run real well on this thing. <laughs> now it's just a matter of finding it. <laughs> oh, I figured you'd already you'd sorted all that out before you bought this dev kit. No, no. I mean, it's I can find. I'm, I don't think it's, it'd be that hard to find. Believe me. But all right. Well, okay. You talked about that last time. Yeah, it's cool. Sorry, just looking at the uh, list here. Yeah, yeah. I'm still did you play? Did you play any more Animal Crossing? Or are you done with it completely? Uh, I may play it occasionally, but yeah, I'm done with it. Like, I, I didn't like that that Easter egg thing at all. Well, but that's over it. now. Oh, yeah, our, I mean, our long national nightmare has finally come to an end. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I don't like that. And I may I may screw around with that amiibo stuff just to get a few more characters on my island. But that's about it. Yeah, you've got the amiibo spoofer. Yeah, which is handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think that's gonna be it for the show this time. We definitely at least got to talk uh, quite a bit about initial impressions of Final Fantasy, you know, um, and that's for the time being probably going to be the biggest game coming out for a while so yeah um we'll have to see what uh, awaits us in this next week of news and and go from there but thank you everybody for listening thank you randy for being on of course and ian's always always as well oh sure and, uh, if you like what you heard you can hit subscribe and get us every time we do a show. Right now, we're doing uh, two a week. I think I'm going to settle on doing them when I have the next day off. Because a lot of times we finish these like late. And then by the time uh, they get edited and everything else, uh, I'm like going to bed at like 3 in the morning. 
and when I don't have, uh, uh, you know, when I have work the next day, I'm like, it, it's uh, always in the back of my mind. I can't oversleep. I can't oversleep. So it's uh, it's much better to do it this way. So um, yeah, Mark's uh, disaster report four. Some memories review is pretty much done. I only got to edit like a few more, like a few paragraphs. Randy's Resident Evil three review is complete, so you can read that mm-hmm. on the site as well, and uh, what Randy thinks about it. And yeah, well, we'll any, see. Any, any, well, any thoughts about Resident Evil four? That's the new one they're gonna remake. Oh, that's right. It's too early. I, I feel the I, same I like, way. There's a I, million I versions like, of it. Well, that's fine, but I mean, the, the one thing I was worried about was that they're just gonna be like Assassin's Creed and over exaggerate. Uh, I do like the news or the r- rumors that it's been in development already two years by a side group, which it, it makes me feel a little bit better. But it, we're getting to the point now that you're going to have a five-year stretch of Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 8, and then Resident Evil 4, all with it. Like, that's the January that you will expect. And at some point, you're going to oversaturate a little bit. It's like... Uh, Mark and I were talking about which one was going to be remade next. I, I didn't really care whether it was 4 or 0 or Code cool. Veronica. I wanted one completely different where you combine 0 and 1 and just make it the Arkley Mountains section and just like completely revamp it and not just yeah. make it a remake, but just do that whole story as one big thing would be cool to me. Um, but I didn't want it in two years. Like Get Resident Evil 8 out because obviously they've been working on that. And then taken a year or two, and and uh, really then come in, but but no, nope, it's Resident Evil all over. Eight's such a different style of game. I don't necessarily see it competing directly. Like there's a lot of people, people like me who are interested in. I would play Resident Evil Four again, but I don't know if I'm going to be wanting to play Resident Evil Eight. How I mean, if it's like seven. Well, you know how three, you know Resident Evil Four is when they went to the behind the scenes camera and like the whole kind uh-huh. of action oriented gameplay. How funny would it be if in the remake they just, they went back to the tank controls and the pre-rendered <laughs> camera angles and all that crap? They won't, though. First person. They'll I, go first person with it. I mean, I think 4 is still... It plays more modern enough. Like, that's yeah. kind of the issue. Like, I mean, it might, it might look not great now, but it still kind of holds up. I mean... Mm. If more it played like, more like 5, that would be I a... Mean, what's the difference? <laughs> just the yeah. camera and the mobility. Yeah, that's why I was with Randy on. Why not just go ahead and remake zero and one and put them in one package, and and that way you don't have any of the old games with tank controls anymore, and you can play them. Uh, Code Veronica. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, that's, controls. that's like the one thing, like the, the like one thing that doesn't kind of that holds up that game. <laughs> yeah, and it's so. Yeah, that's what I would have figured is they would have at least tried to finish all because Code Veronica has a tie-in to like two, right? Or yeah, because you play as Claire, right? So they for would the have most, tried to figure part. out that all that yeah. arc and then move on. But I guess everybody wanted four so bad because it's in the memories as being the best Resident Evil that everybody wanted every made. I guess it'll be the money maker. It's going to yeah. make more. Hopefully, they release another chainsaw controller. <laughs> Right. I, that's yeah, I mean, why Code I would Veronica have waited would... on that one because you know you can release that one any moment and make money. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And it will get the, the upgrade with the, the PS5 and Xbox Series X and stuff. But So it'll be even better than what we're getting with the remakes. But I mean, I agreed with Mark 
following that Resident Evil One remake kind of framework. Like Coach Veronica, it it's pretty assy ugly because it was on you know on the old Dreamcast, and that Dreamcast controller only had one analog stick. So, <laughs> so yeesh. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun. Skype has been terrible for parts of this. So, you guys kept talking and it lost me. So, I got into the I, middle of the conversation. <laughs> so, I, I could hear editing. you. Yeah, I, I could be. I no, you guys could all hear. It. Apparently, I got cut off every time. Oh. Like, huh. So, you can, you can just re record your part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like because I'm the one recording. So, it's probably going to have times where. It cuts out, so this is going to be fun for everybody else listening. Well, we'll yeah. just have to see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's let's see how this goes. Uh, let's let's see how if we, you know, that's that when we were talking about the music, is uh, that's a let's see, uh, you know, if things can ever get back to normal, we can go into a enclosed space and not feel like we're harming ourselves. If you, you know, because I'm really thinking about after actually playing the game now, if I want to join you guys in Atlanta to go to that concert. Oh, yeah, it's going to be. Well, I'm just hoping that concert doesn't get canceled. I mean, I've got the tickets. That's right what here. I'm worried about is like getting myself hyped to go because I'm sure you can still buy a ticket, buy a ticket, and then it gets canceled because, you know, we still are not in a safe zone to be able to fill people in a in an enclosed setting like that and not be putting everybody at risk for COVID-19. So thank you for, for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday. That'd be Saturday night. So Sunday morning. Uh, and until then, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you later. Later.